0: Blossoming, blossoming moments. A warm welcome, everyone, to the Day I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Aberdeen. I trust you're all ever ready to leap into the summer season and enjoy the sunshine. I know it's been a while since I've had a solo dialogue because I've had so many guests from all walks of life sharing their mind-blowing stories from whatever situations they have experienced to rise like the phoenix and do what they are presently doing. As you know, I am not officially qualified to give any professional advice whatsoever. Though I have some background in psychology and have studied cognitive behaviour therapy, I am only speaking of my insights and learnings from my personal experiences and transformation. This morning, during my ritual walk around the river, I pause to embrace Mother Nature's life-giving and nurturing attributes with gratitude. Air, trees, sky, clouds, moon, stars and water flowing in the river. Everything, everything in Mother Nature is free. We often take her for granted and over-exploit her without taking into the benefits we get from her. I'm often brought to tears when discovering the impact of human-made destructive activities on changing climate are creating new threats to Mother Nature. More polluted air and water, heavier rains and floodings, alongside hotter summers causing drought and wildfires. Even though our selfish, selfish and egotistical behaviour is created an unpleasant situation and has made Mother Nature sad. Yet, still, no matter what she encounters, and with resilience, she continues to grow to provide the necessities for our existence. Think about that for a minute. And see yourself like Mother Nature, experiencing uncomfortable storms of emotion where do you harness these emotions to continue to grow with the latter said in this magnificent silver mature heritage age of wisdom and liberation i am questioning many many things that i inherited and were programmed into my mind by my ancestors parents culture society education religion international speakers and various books about suppressing or ignoring uncomfortable emotions. There is no nice way to say this. Sometimes life sucks. We all have days when we are not okay. We all have uncomfortable storms of emotion. But we grew up believing that some emotions are good and others are bad. We are told to embrace the good and suppress the bad. When we are sad, we are told to get happy. When we are scared, we are told to toughen up and become brave. When we are worried, we are told everything will be okay. When we are angry, we are told to calm down. When we feel guilt and shame, we are told that they are no zone areas. Positive emotions such as joy, pride and love tend to feel good while negative emotions such as anger, shame and sadness tend to cause discomfort. It's completely understandable to want to numb or avoid these unpleasant emotions. But as Brani Brong, also an author and podcast host say, when we numb or avoid unpleasant emotion, we also numb and avoid pleasant ones. When I finally, finally understood the truth in her words, it is easy to want to push away and avoid the negative, uncomfortable emotion. But it's important to note that both types of emotions are necessary to gain a deeper, deeper understanding of ourselves, to function in the healthiest way possible. It's okay not to feel okay. It's okay to feel depleted. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel scared. It's okay to feel anger. When you feel unpleasant emotions like these, simply allow them to flow. It simply means that you, yes, you are a human being with feelings. We all have these emotions because the divine source, God, Allah, who created us, made us exactly like them. But we, yes, we have forgotten temporarily. In the midst of life upheaval, when everything seems to be going wrong, when you can't seem to catch a break or even your breath. It's hard, it's hard to feel your feelings, good, bad, happy or sad. Oh, especially, especially in today's fast-paced technological lifestyle, full of distractions, responsibilities and deadlines. And with the amount of mental chatter going on in our heads, Most of us are becoming digital addicts. We are constantly, constantly plugged into technology to keep us with the 24-7 inhumanity of the massive bombardment of news and social media networks circling the universe like wildfire. Many experts believe even though technology has benefits, it can harmfully affect our health. Gosh, not to mention the floods and floods of endless messages from family, friends and colleagues with all the tweets, pings, pop-up, incoming ads, alerts and notification. It's like we are running a race with life and ourselves. We spend so much time, so much time doing this, that, that we rarely have time to feel our feelings. Oh, tears, tears are welling in my eyes with thoughts of the future generations about how robotic they are becoming. We have been prone, prepped and pruned that life runs more smoothly and effectively when we ignore or bury our negative, painful emotion in our physical body. Over the years, I have learned that you may consciously ignore them, but your subconscious wouldn't So many people bypass anything they consider negative and focus on positive thinking. This can be a very dangerous and misguided approach if we do not acknowledge our not okay feelings and resolve them. There are lots of different ways you can deal with suppressing your feelings. Drinking, uses of drug, overeating, violence and so on. Though they may temporarily free you from the pain. The feelings won't die. I'm sure you've heard this common saying, what you resist persists. If you do not acknowledge your feelings, how would you be able to set boundaries to prevent them from reoccurring again? Think about it. The hard truth, suppressing or ignoring uncomfortable emotion, as you know, internal pain will always, always leak out. These questions are looming in my head. What happens when you're angry and don't know why? Where does it go? Hands up. I'm a great blueprint to answer those questions. What happens is that it's brewing, it's marinating in your subconscious and will gradually turn into toxin energy towards yourself, your children, your partner, your friends and your community. It's like setting a time bomb, tick tock, tick tock, to explode in your body and affect those around you. Trust me, trust me, I know this because that's exactly, exactly what happened to me. Suppressing or avoiding painful emotion for many years ignited cancerous tumors throughout my body. Oh yes, and you usually attract other toxin people. I am also a replica of that, attracting an ex-narcissistic partner who almost killed me, which instigated the tragic loss of my second son. Recently, I was telling a close friend about one of the biggest challenges in my life was anger. I was massively, massively angry at my father for consciously abusing my mother and robbing me of a happy and nurtured childhood. I was massively angry with my mother for staying in an abusive relationship. It was like fighting a war without guns. I was also massively angry at my community, my culture and my religion. Whatever they weren't giving me made me angrier. Somehow, they failed dramatically to help me understand or even feel that I can communicate and navigate my anger in a positive, constructive way and there is a way to navigate it to bring peace and happiness into my life. After my brain tumour operation, something miraculously began shifting in me. I had no idea how to interpret or explain it then. But after many years of having therapy, attending self-development workshops, listening to self-help recordings and reading books like You Can Heal Your Life by Louis L. Hay and The Power of Now by Eka Thule, to name but a few. I, I am now aware that it was my spirit, my inner tutor, wanted me to surrender to my emotions that were making me sick and mentally, mentally constipated similar to Mother Nature. My inner tutor was resilient and ever ready anxious for spiritual growth and liberation. It wanted me to align my emotions with peace and love, with an attitude of gratitude, acknowledgement and acceptance. For my state, my state and well-being, to live a spiritual, purposeful and meaningful life, Along with spending time in nature and meditating, I started feeling and acknowledging my emotions by putting pen to paper, writing what I feel, pain, anger, sadness, loss and regret. Not how I have been conditioned or told by others how I should feel. Henceforth, I have personally come to an awareness that our feelings can either set us free or freak us out. Every difficult life situation can be a part to fruitlessness or an opportunity for personal and spiritual growth. However, we must remember some circumstances are uncontrollable. Nobody chooses pain, suffering, or grievances like a repetitive record. In every situation life throws at you, you have a choice. As a matter of fact, you have three basic choices of how to respond. First, to fight, to tough it out, and do things despite the feelings. Second, flee or bypass and not deal with it. Third, freeze, grit your teeth, bear with it, or become numb. As Brani Brung said earlier, and as Victor Franklin says in his book, "Man search for meaning. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. I was totally bowed over to learn one of the most valuable emotion is shame. Shame exists within all of us. As you may know, shame is not a pleasant emotion. It can make you feel isolated, unworthy and guilty. But that does not mean it's not worthy. Shame keeps us human. Shame helps us to define our values. Shame directs us to liberate ourselves from the mistakes we made. Having shame also helps us to repair when an action has caused harm to others. It helps us to identify and take accountability for our action. If you don't have shame, you don't know that you have done something wrong and you can't make a choice to correct it. It's like a compass. I was very emotional growing up in an abusive environment. I was drenched in shame and cried a lot and was angry, resentful, aggressive, sad, lonely and lots, lots more. These feelings I am no longer ashamed of and to say out loud, I am glad I felt those feelings because I know now that that's being human and was a perfectly natural way of releasing emotional pain. Understanding this doesn't make me feel despair, it makes me feel stronger. Look, it all comes down to the nitty-gritty of the reality of emotions are valuable gifts. They steer and navigate us to be the person we choose to be without being ashamed of who we are. But for some reason, our culture and society demand that these feelings are bad and unacceptable. We must put a lid on to disconnect and numb our not-so-okay emotions to perform like robotic humans. There are so many, so many stories where people died suppressing unpleasant emotions. Either they did not confront those feelings or clear the air with whoever may have done them wrong, or also for the part they have had in the offense. I certainly, I certainly don't want to live or die like that. Over 23 years, I locked my father out of my life with my repressed, angry emotions festering inside of me. I used to be immense in anger. And as one of my favourite mentors, Nelson Mandela, said in one of his speeches, anger is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Eventually, I visited my father and told him about the anger I felt towards him. Because I was on the path of spiritual awakening, I forgive him. And I've also forgiven myself for my reaction as I shared in episodes 17 and 18. Why forgive? Part 1 and 2. Forgiving my father is not like it's fixed and healed. Oh, there are still wounds that I have which make me sad. That's just being human. Oh, I would have loved a loving father-daughter relationship. Six months later, my father died of a heart attack. Anger, blame, shame, sadness. These feelings are not something that you should be ashamed or suppressed. As I boldly said in episode 33, why I didn't commit suicide. They are here to teach you or tell you that something is going on in your inner or external world that needs your attention and requires changing. Alarm bells, red flags or flashing lights are trying to alert you to selfishly, yes, to selfishly flip that mirror on yourself that a DIY job is needed or to go and see a doctor. If you can fix a problem, fix it. If you can't, then accept it and change your thoughts about it. Maya Angelo once said, "What you are supposed to do when you don't like a thing is change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it." The world cannot change until you change the conception of it. You have no one to change but yourself. Truly, truly, when we let go of the way it should be, we free our minds to deal with life-unexpected changes and challenges in the most effective way possible. And the same is true for you. You, yes, you have what it takes. It is also about being conscious. And as usual, meditation takes the spotlight on being in the now, in the present with awareness of choice and how to react, our emotions. Many of your suppressed emotions are based on the past in your heart and mind. Or if you worry about the future, then you have no space for being in the present. To do this, you need to learn from the past and let go, let go of what no longer serves you with peace and love. Peace because it's gone and you're no longer attached to your emotion. Love, because of all that happened to you is the foundation, yes, the foundation of your existence and personal and spiritual growth. Personally, when I started becoming aware that emotions, anger, fear, sadness, etc. are a natural inheritance of human beings and to stop suppressing and fighting with them, particularly my anger towards my father, was literally and phenomenally life-changing. Surrendering and feeling my feelings and making a conscious choice about how I think, accept and interpret my feelings, providing me with learnings that these were lessons that happened for me, not to me. They helped me deal with my feelings these feelings, though they make me sad, providing me with courage and fearlessness for my inner strength by allowing my unpleasant emotion to flow, to learn, to grow, to know who I am, be creative and do what I am presently doing. I, yes, I exist because of all the uncomfortable feelings that happened to me in the past. Why? Why? Why can't we be sad, scared, worried, or happy? Why are these feelings so bad? As humans, we are born with a range of emotions. And they're all important. These feelings help guide us through life. They help keep us safe and protect us from potential harm. They tell our bodies when we need to take a step back, reflect and even heal. We can't experience the good without pain and suffering. Your work, your work is to unlock the prison door of your feelings and surrender, surrender and set them free. Don't get me wrong. I am not anti-happiness. I like being happy. I am a pretty happy person. But when we push aside sad emotion to embrace false positivity, we lose our capacity to be who we truly are. What I find myself doing now, whenever I feel depleted or I can't endure, I choose to mindfully allow my feelings to flow like the river or like a cloud gliding in the sky. It is like an antidote. I remind myself that there is some sort of message or lesson coming to me. I may not know what it is, but I choose to spend some time allowing my feelings to flow. I remind myself of that prospect that whatever, whatever I am going through now, there is a teaching, a lesson for me to live life to the fullest in the moment. Every emotion As a lesson or a message. Or if you want me to add one more, also a blessing. (laughs) Too often we waste our time fighting, fleeing, laboring and judging our emotion. It is your choice to either observe your emotion or ask questions to discover the lesson, message or blessing. Whatever, whatever you're feeling, be bold and allow them to flow. Embrace them, learn from them and then work to grow from them. They are your teachers, your pillars of strength to grow and move forward in a positive direction. Yes, why some emotions are less comfortable, they're all valid and come with a reason. Our work is to feel, understand and healthily process and express every emotion we are gifted with. Emotions help you to fully feel everything life has to offer. You're entitled to every and any emotion experience you're having. And pushing them away only makes them stay longer. And as I said earlier, suppressing emotion can eventually make you sick. Look, feelings can be tricky and complicated, especially when they're painful and unpleasant. We're all human. We're all imperfect human beings, period. We have our highs and lows. We all make mistakes. And surely many of us have had moments where we have allowed our emotion to take over. However, what we do with those emotions and how we manage them make all the difference. Believe me, getting to grips with the actual emotion we are truly experienced can bring a sense of peace and relief and help us from a new and healthier perspective on life. In this present moment, with this great sense of spiritual liberation and freedom, along with my inner tutor, oh, I feel like a child. I can hardly contain the feeling of excitement, enthusiasm and gratitude for all the experience I've been through. I don't regret anything I've been through. If I've learned from it, it's a valuable experience. All the negative experience I've had and all the moments of clarity and awareness, awakening and being in the moment, it all replenished me and made me stronger emotionally. I feel intensely grateful for just being alive, for everything in my life and for life itself. And being able to share all that I've learned about surrendering emotion with love, peace and gratitude. Because they are part of my growing process to be who I am and to find my life purpose. The purpose of my life is to be here for others. To help them rise like the phoenix and grow and see the inner beauty of emotion. That's why today I'm alive. Hold on a second. In memory, after being constantly abused by an ex-partner in Nigeria, and just before my near-death experience, a surge into my mind. I was trapped and just wanted to die. I surrender. I remember surrendering to my thoughts and feelings in the present moment. I have since learned that surrendering is a powerful, powerful choice. It's not a sign of weakness. It's an opportunity for personal and spiritual growth, allowing things to happen naturally without trying to change or control them. Surrendering means releasing yourself from frustration and anger at the divine source, at other people, at ourselves and at life. Oh, and then you come to the core, to the core of the pain and sadness, the heavy emotional burden inside that must come out before you can move forward. The beauty, the beauty of surrendering to your emotion is a highly personal and spiritual experience. To take stock and be mindful, be mindful of your life and make peace with your values, yourself and people and live life healthily, peacefully and happily. This can be difficult and is not a quick fix. It's a gradual process that can be refined over some time and requires... Patience, mindfulness, and most importantly, self-compassion. But it's worth it. Here are some antidotes I have been personally using to surrender to my emotion and allow them to flow like a river. Sit somewhere quiet, where you would not be disturbed. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. Hold to the count of five. Then exhale slowly. Acknowledge and accept feelings inside of you. You are in the driver's seat of your mind. Look into the lenses of how you react to your feelings. If you notice yourself getting angry and flustered, it's a sign that you need to pause and take a deep breath. Consider what triggered that feeling. Was it a particular situation or interaction? How does it make you feel? What does it feel like? Are you aware of any conflicting emotion How does this feel making you want to behave? By noticing and reflecting on these things, you will soon become aware of the deeper feelings that need to be addressed. Resist the urge to act in haste. The greatest harm comes whenever you act out of danger actions that might include giving up too soon, consuming unhealthy substances or even attacking someone. So whenever you notice anger building up inside of you, try not to take any form of destructive action. Instead, turn inwards and mindfully assess whatever it is that's arising. Or to flush it out, go for a walk, connect with nature, write what you're feeling or talk to someone you trust. Remember that your response is always more powerful than your present circumstance. Be mindful of your feeling and give them space Sometimes you need to be the audience to your feelings to see things. Even though it is hard, turn directly towards the tension you feel and just be a witness. See it as something that is passing through you, but is not you. Feel your feelings. Surrender, surrender to the feeling but don't wallow and become a victim of it. It's a feeling, a dark cloud gliding across the sky. It's not a permanent fixture. It will dissolve. Treat it that way. Instead of obsessing yourself with the dark clouds present, try to broaden your perspective. Give it the space it needs to pass. What feelings are coming up for you by identifying them, welcoming them, and sitting with them without judging, labeling them, without wanting them to change, and without thinking of a way to fix them? Reflect and really listen. Listen to yourself. And if you wish to ask yourself these questions, Why? Why am I feeling this way? What are my emotions telling me? What is for me to learn? Listen to your heart and body. Be open and honest with yourself. You might feel like crying or shouting and that's okay. Now, Take a long, deep breath and exhale slowly. Surrender to your feelings. Feel your feelings. Feel it. Face it. Heal it. One last thing before I wrap up. Feelings are vital to human life it what make you human feelings give you the will not just to live but to live long and well the good news is you are not your feelings acknowledge this feelings are your state of mind they are not your thoughts they are created by your senses and what people do and say about you repeat after me i have feelings I am not my feelings. Remember, today you're alive. Today is all you have. Make the most of it. Make it momentum. Make it worth remembering because you are worth it and you deserve it. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another rocketing episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at margaretabedeen.com. Thanks for listening. Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling good.